0: You're listening to the Screw Being Unhappy podcast, where we remind you how to put one foot in front of the other in the moments when life serves you lemons. Say yes to happiness and take on even the most difficult days and still feel good while drinking your lemonade. I'm Susana Mukumai and I'm a coach, mentor, journalist, wife, mom, former pessimist turned into believing that every challenge or setback can be a gift. I'm a woman who wants to be happy. And I'm dedicated to helping you feel happy too, even when life is like a roller coaster. In this episode, I'm talking to Sarah Cornelio, who is a social impact photographer, a podcaster and creator of Project Wonderful. She's traveled to over 25 countries in the world, capturing their beauty with her camera. Sarah's mission is to illuminate as much beauty and kindness of the world as possible through her podcast the Project Wonderful Patreon community, as well as the images she captures whenever she's in the world in a series called Today's Wonderful. This mission is all in the name of wellness, especially as we live in a world that can often be noisy, challenging, and full of fear. Hello, Sara. I'm so excited to have you here today. Welcome. Thank you. I am so excited to be here with you. And... Right now, you are planning to visit all of the 63 national parks in the United States. And you also said that you are planning to visit Australia and Antarctica, which are the two continents you didn't explore yet. And you do everything. Your mission is um, about wellness. Can you tell us a bit more about that?
1: Yeah, so I'm very excited. I love to travel. I'm a social impact photographer. As one of the, one of the things I love to do, and, and um, I my mission is to illuminate as much beauty and kindness in the world, because I think that that helps heal you. It's it's a it's a better way to be around beauty and kindness. And so I've started these like missions to go different places, the 63 national parks. That kind of came after or during COVID when I couldn't really travel overseas. And then, of course, I want to do all seven continents. Um, But yeah, it's, you know, at the end of the day, if we're surrounding ourselves with these things and if we collectively are doing it, I just think that the world would be a better place or it, it is a better place for me. And I feel like the people that I'm surrounded with that really recognize and are having their hearts and eyes open to the beauty all around them. Mm-hmm. So I I just think it's a it's a a wonderful way to be um, in this noisy, often challenging world that we live in. Um, so that's that's my goal with all of that.
0: And I'm curious because I think we can all quite easily relate how nature relates to our own wellness. So when you said you are traveling and you take photos, uh, I think we can easily imagine how it relates to your wellness, but how it relates to wellness of all the other people, which I think it's the thing you are trying to do, as you just said. So how... Where is the connection between the nature, you, and the other people?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. Um, Well, as you said, I have absolutely felt the benefits of being in nature. And it's absolutely scientifically backed that when you are in that nature, it really will give you a boost in mood. Um, which makes you feel better. Um, You're more optimistic. It's just a better way of being. So I feel like for me, um, my part in that is, I know that to be sure for me, so I can use myself as an example for other people. So when I go out and I capture something beautiful, or I get to talk to really amazing people making an impact and doing kind things in the world on my podcast, it allows people to see that they can too benefit from being out there in nature amongst this beauty, which again, I think beauty heals. Not I think I know it heals. So um, I'd say my position in it is to just facilitate that understanding of how good that will make people feel to just get out, even if it's 10 minutes a day in nature. Um, and again, like I said earlier, if more people are doing that collectively, it's like an energy thing. If more people are realizing the benefits of it, more people are, are in better moods and, and feel better about the challenging world we're living in, um, the better the world is overall.
0: Mm. And actually, that brings me to the other question I had, because I know you are doing the mindful seeing challenges. And I have a favorite one, um, which is the heart challenge. When you ask people to look out in nature and see the heart shapes, I completely love it. Uh, So I wanted to ask, how did you come up uh, with the idea and why we should surround ourselves by nature and heal ourselves with the beauty. I love that challenge too.
1: Um, I sometimes I, I I repeat that challenge. Um, if you ever noticed, every once in a while I'm like, I'm gonna do that one again, because that's my favorite one too. Um I thought about it. Well, I first had started just by doing um what I call today's wonderful, which is one photo a day, every morning, I post in a few different places on social media. I'm looking at some alternative ways, alternative ways to do that in the future that are not social media, but to put out beauty in the world every day. Um, I think if you have that regularly in your life, it's gonna have an effect on you. So I started to do it. I started to kind of walk my or yeah, walk my talk and um and put it out there and regularly engage in it myself. So every morning put a photo. Um, Probably about a month or two into it, I was feeling like I wanted it to go beyond the photo for people so they could see the photo and engage in the beauty of the photo. But I wanted that photo to inspire and encourage them to go out and see beauty for themselves. So I thought, well, why don't I just say it <laughs> and put some challenges out there as to what people can go out and look for in their regular day? Um, because I think beauty is everywhere. Um, you know, I go to a lot of various places in the world. I'm very fortunate that I'm able to see different countries and different places in the United States and um, and I love it and I explore it and I capture it. However, especially during the pandemic, I really learned that you don't have to travel thousands of miles to see beauty, that it is all around you. It's at your fingertips. And so I wanted to create a way for people to regularly engage in it and um, have little simple challenges, nothing nothing too crazy to do every day. Um, so that's where that came from. And I've been doing that now on a daily basis for it'll be close to a year once I get to that mile marker of starting Mm -hmm. the challenges, but I did it every day in 2022. I did a photo um, and now I'm doing both the photo and the challenge, which has been really, really, I've enjoyed it myself to put
0: that out there and to
1: engage in it myself as well.
0: And honestly, I love your uh, photos on Instagram. They are beautiful and they through all the, noise and cows on instagram i always look forward your photos and uh, probably you remember the day i also texted you that i found the heart on our papaya tree where i was so so excited and i i love that you say that we don't have to travel far and that uh, the beauty is at our fingertips Uh, and i experienced something uh, similar Last I think it was last week, and I actually don't remember what happened. I remember I had a bad day, and I just went out and we have these streets flowering, it has red flowers, and I just kept looking at it and I felt better. And I think oh just the fact that I can't remember why my day was so bad, but I remember the tree and the flowers. It it says everything, basically.
1: It does, and you know, I think that you know, one of the other things with the challenges and, and just getting yourself out there, the more you get yourself out and the more you seek beauty, the more you'll see. So that's why I love talking about the hearts because I bet everyone that gets off of this podcast that starts looking for naturally formed hearts, they're going to see more of them. It's, it's literally, it's called the frequency illusion. It's a scientifically based backed and based, um, phenomenon that when we look for something, we're going to see more and more of it. It's like, we're rewiring our brain. So if we're rewiring our brain to see more beauty, we're going to see more of it. And then it's going to be more of those effects, those benefits on our life. So I love that you went out and did that because now you're feeling the effects of not even remembering why you were having a bad day, so the next time you're having a bad day, you'll do the same thing, and it's and it's just gonna amplify every time, and it, it's just a beautiful thing. It doesn't, and it's completely scientifically backed. I know it for sure. For me, you're experiencing it. We can say that it happens for us, but it's a science thing, really. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, um, someone wrote probably many books about it, um, but uh, for me, I. I really appreciate that that is and exists, and that you can just make that
0: work in your favor.
1: And it's simple.
0: Yeah. And it's actually the perfect segue to the next question I, I have. And it's because this podcast is about real life and we have all days when we feel under the weather, we feel bad. And we know in our mind that going out or exercising or calling a friend, it will help us and we will feel better. But we don't do it because we are in that slump. We just want to do nothing or just cry a bit or be in the bed. So I wanted to ask you if you ever experience this when you feel a bit down and you know that if you go out there, you will feel better, but you, are, you feel that resistance of going and you don't want to go even if you know that it will make you feel better. So I wanted to ask if you experience it and uh, if yes, how do you deal with it?
1: Of course, I experienced that. I um, you know, I think that's a very natural thing for everyone to experience. and i I think you know mostly for me, it's about uh, removing the barriers to doing something. So um you know, when it's I think for me, sometimes in the winter time, it's winter in the in the in New Jersey in the United States. Um, and it's cold out and sometimes it's dreary out and I just don't, I'm just not, you know, I I'm affected by the weather when it's sunny out, I'm in a better mood when it's dreary out I'm not in that great of a mood. So a lot of times it's happen- It happens when it's dreary out. So I think what I usually do is have things in place to make it easier for me to get out the door. So, you know, have my, all of my outer gear, Have my camera. I usually bring my camera outside, all prepared to go. So there's all I have to do is literally put on my shoes and my jacket and go outside. And I also just continue to remind myself of how good it feels, like knowing the day prior that I went out. Just reminding myself, I know that this is going to make me feel better, and just constantly like saying that sometimes out loud, you know, I'm going to feel better. I just need to go outside and, um, and it, and it it works, but I think it's just removing the barriers because it's easy to get the excuses, right. Or even, um, you know, the one barrier is being cold outside, but also time, right. It's easy to say, Oh no, you know what? I don't really have time to do that. So one of the barriers to that is to say like, or one of the things to remove is, that excuses to say well i have 10 minutes you know because even if it's 10 minutes of getting outside it's better than nothing so i think sometimes if it's just a little bit it's going to make a difference um to make you feel better yep so.
0: I'm a big fan of this actually barrel remover thing like um, I can share my own example with exercising I yeah. I used to go uh, to the gym in the past when I lived in a very remote part of Zambia and there actually there, we had no choice than going to the gym so it was kind of doesn't count uh, being diligent with the gym but here when I have a child and we live in a bigger town it never worked even if I tried so what I start doing to make it really easy, because I know like the, the whole process of putting on the clothes and shoes and going out of the house. So I actually said, like, okay, let me exercise, maybe. 10 or 15 minutes every day. And I don't change my clothes. So I just, I watch some Pilates video and I do it in the clothes like I sit with and it works because I don't have to spend five minutes to put on my clothes, put, uh, put shoes and then exercising 10 minutes. So this, I, I love your advice because I use the same. And I think actually it really works. And also that part of reminding ourselves how good we will feel once we overcome the the moment when we don't feel like it and do it then we really feel good about it
1: yeah and then it becomes a habit you know i think the more you remove the barriers and the more it just the more it just feels like part of your day then it's not even like not as much maybe you feel like you don't want to do it because it just becomes part of your day so i think the more you make it easier for it to just happen the more it's it's Mm. a habit and and then you know you're in that complete flow of it all um by doing that so i love that you do the same thing of course you do
0: yeah but (laughs) it's two years of discovering uh so also to find the perfect habit for us and how to make it work it's lots of trial and error because usually we don't pick, uh, pick the first thing, like uh, what works for us. We just need to experiment and play with it. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that it can be that simple. You know, I
1: think both of our, both of the things that we're doing are not this, these like grandiose things to get us to take the walk or go and exercise. Yeah. Um, you know, there are simple things that you can incorporate to just make it easier for yourself. Um and, less challenging.
0: Yeah. <laughs> then I have a couple of questions I like to ask everybody in the end um, because um, the purpose of the podcast is to inspire other women who are listening and as, as I just said, it's about testing and see what works for uh, you, what works for me and as many ideas we can have, I think the better so I wanted to ask, it's I feel it's kind of obvious what we have been talking about but I'm still going to ask maybe um you will surprise us, like when you feel really down in the bad mood what is uh, the 100% sure thing that lifts you up
1: well I'll start with the one obvious one which is to get out and take my camera out and capture beauty and just be amongst beauty Um, I feel like you can't get angry at beauty it's impossible, so it's a sure way for me to feel better. Um, but I would also say to kind of change it up because we haven't talked about this at all. Um, I do a lot of mindfulness and um, meditation and yoga, which every time I do any kind of yoga exercises or um, and it could be short, you know, fifteen minutes or a meditation, I always feel better afterwards. Um, You know, with meditation, I feel more grounded and peaceful and calm. And, you know, with yoga, depending on what type, I can feel more invigorated and, and, and also grounded and calm. So I would say between those few things, those are kind of in my toolbox for when I'm having a bad day or feeling kind of not so great. Uh, those those few things are kind of my sure, like those tools are going to work. I just got to do it.
0: <laughs> Thank you so, for yeah. sharing with us. Um, and we will add it to our list. Oh,
1: good. I love that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I wanted to ask, um, because as I said, the podcast is for real women. We are all real people. Our lives are not perfect. And usually we have um, ups and downs in in our life. So I was curious, what's really hard for you right now and how you are dealing with it?
1: What's really hard for me, I'd say, is I i think I mentioned this a few minutes earlier. I'm really affected by weather and by environment. I'm super empathetic. Um, and so I think when things are challenging in the world, so if there's world things going on, um, the news is bad. Um, I tend to feel, I take that on a lot um, for myself. Um, So I, you know, I'm become more and more aware of that. Um, And I think the thing that I um, try to do is to take myself out of that by doing the things that I just talked about, Um, but also just simply having the awareness around it, I think is the best thing that we can do. Because we all are gonna have something that's gonna challenge us um, in life. Um, and it can be anything from, you know, um, I don't have children, but you know, the the parenting, and that's very difficult. Um, you know, various jobs people have, various things you have to do in your everyday health concerns. These are all things that I think we all deal with um, in varying degrees. And I think um, for me, yeah, I'd say the hardest thing for me right now is just being in a noisy, challenging world sometimes and and having to navigating through that in a way that I'm a very optimistic person and staying true to that, even in a world that's often negative Mm -hmm. and kind of being met with that resistance of like, oh, you're all positive about this but this is all really difficult and and really trying to be true to that without feeling like I shouldn't be positive if that makes sense yeah um, it so. does
0: and also what i love you said a couple of minutes earlier that you can't get angry at the beauty and I remember, um, it was the time when the war in Ukraine broke and we were together in one group. And there was this discussion and, uh, kind of the pressure from the outside world, like why, um, uh, entrepreneurs or people should continue doing beautiful things when there is war in some, pa- uh, when there is war in one part of the world. And as you said, like, the, you can't get angry at beauty. And often, like, the beauty might be the only answer we might have in these challenging moments. So I'm really glad that you you mentioned it because often when bad things are happening, we feel, I think, that we are not entitled for the beauty. And I think uh, it's very important to know that we are and we deserve that. Yeah,
1: and I, I, I love this because that was a huge awakening for me that day um, when this was all happening, because like you said, it, it's a, it was a very difficult time, continues to be a very difficult time um, when it comes to that war. And um, one of the things that I discovered through those com- that conversation is that war can't exist without beauty and beauty can't exist without war. They coexist. So we get to choose which one we're going to lean towards and which one we're going to surround ourselves with. And so that was my awakening to I can choose to be around beauty and see the beauty in the situation, which for me was yes, this horrible situation is happening with the war, but. There are all these people helping. There are all these people raising money to get supplies to send over to these people. There's all these people taking the refugees into their homes. How beautiful is it to see the kindness and that beauty happening in the face of this horrible war? So that was a really Um, I'm glad you brought that up because that was a profound moment and a moment and an example of like, we don't have to, we don't have to go the way of the war or the negativity. We can choose to be in positivity. It's a choice we have.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love it. And I remember the day when uh, this this happened, and we talked about it. So I'm actually very happy. It was not planned to talk about it. But I'm really happy that it came uh, up. Uh, because yeah. I think that's something which is really inspiring. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm glad it came up too. inspiration. I wanted to ask who inspires you and why?
1: I have a lot of, I'd say, modern day people who inspire me. But I think when I'm asked this question, the person that always pops first into my mind is Mother Teresa. And I think it's because, you know, going back to what I was just talking about, I, by nature, I'm a very positive and optimistic person. And in my life, I have kind of kind of dampened that, you know, especially when there is a lot of negativity and there's people doing not so nice things in the world. And you kind of just kind of sit back and you're like, well, I don't want to be that positive person. Like everything's okay. Um, But I really loved how she just was one of the kindest people in the world. And she was positive and she was all about healing and you know, doing these wonderful things in service for people. Um, And that's just inspiring to me that someone could be so true and authentically in her way. Um, And for me, it's inspiring to say, I like use the positivity, use the beauty. Um, I feel like that's a, a gift for me to feel that I can be positive in sometimes negative times Um, And not shy away from that. And, um, you know, Mother Teresa's Mother Teresa. So she's an inspiration for sure. But, uh, you know, in the sense of that, we have that choice again, like I think it's choosing to be positive, choosing to see beauty versus kind of getting stuck in this world that often we can very easily.
0: And I, I really resonate with um, that you're saying we have the option of choosing and why I appreciate it so much because I think naturally I was, I was, or maybe I am still a bit, but I have worked on it. Uh, like I am more negative person naturally. And I think it's also connected a bit to our culture and generally how Czech Republic is. Um maybe because of all the years of communism and oppression Uh, but uh, it it takes a lot of work and lots of uh, how to say determination to kind of shift this negative inclination into the positive but i know it's completely possible for everybody so um I love um, I think it was um, Gretchen Rubin who says, uh, or maybe she had it from some research that like naturally uh, the way people are, we have certain um, kind of percentage of how optimistic we are. Uh, so and we cannot move that much, but we can always move about like the the border where we are at. So if somebody is more negative, we can still work on being more positive. Uh, so I, I like this, that there is always space to, to improve a bit and to work on it and to choose that, especially in the challenging times we have. And maybe looking from historic perspective, we are actually really lucky we live in this time because it's it wouldn't be that challenging compared to other times uh, which we came to realize also maybe with the war in Ukraine, like how fortunate we were that we grew up in a world without a war. Um, so I just wanted to thank you for sharing this it's been very inspiring and I think I need to look up some book about uh, Mother Teresa as well like to really learn about her life so and I love reading so I think that's a great reading tip uh, for next time
1: yeah absolutely like let me know if you do I've never I've read about her, but I wonder if there's a book about her, um, like a, you know, biography or something like that. I, mm-hmm. I want to look for that too. We'll <laughs> have to share what we find. Yeah, uh, she's a Pretty amazing woman though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I love what you just talked about with culture too, because I think one of the things with um, when you're out and about, um, especially with traveling, but I think in general, like when you, learn about different people's stories and learn about their cultures and what makes you different. I think it just makes you more aware of who you are um, and aware of how there is so much diversity in this world. Um, so I think I love that you brought that up about, you know, how you grew up and, and how that can impact you. Um, and I say the same thing from a travel standpoint I love the immersion that can happen um that you can l- really learn and see the beautiful things in other cultures mm-hmm. um when traveling too so I just love that you brought up about culture because I I really think that's an important thing that I've grown from in in all the years of traveling and I appreciate you know the beauty of that for sure too
0: mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I am sure about this topic, we could talk for another half an (laughs) hour. It's super interesting and how deep it can go. Like that we are not even realizing we have something from our culture. But then we, when we start digging deeper, um, we realize things and then we see, oh, they, maybe that's the reason why I was thinking this way. Maybe that's why I was behaving this way. So it's super interesting. Uh, yeah. But maybe that would be for another podcast episode. And Absolutely. As Sarah, like as the last question I wanted to ask if there was one thing, the amazing women who are listening to this podcast, if there is one thing they could do after listening um, this podcast, what uh, would you want it to be? I would say go outside for 10 minutes
1: wherever you live wherever you are go outside and just take in the beauty around you i guarantee you will find something beautiful doesn't you don't have to go out and find a naturally formed heart you don't have to find anything specific just look around go out without the earbuds in listen smell just take in nature you'll be amazed at how 10 minutes will make a difference in your life and especially if you do it every day for the next week the next month you'll feel you'll feel the the benefits of that for sure
0: thank you and i'm going to do it tomorrow because now it's almost 10 p.m here (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) i'm not going out right now but i have some beautiful flowers here so maybe i can explore that as well yes yes Thank you so much, Sarah, for being here today. And we talk about all the amazing work you are doing. We, uh, we talked uh, briefly uh, about your podcast, about your photos you share on the social media. So if somebody wants to experience with you the beauty of the nature and the healing of the beauty, uh, where they can find you? Yeah, well, um, I have a website, which is
1: projectwonderfulwith2Ls.com. So you can find my podcast there and you can find a bunch more there. Um, But then also, as I explained earlier, I have my um, Today's Wonderful, which is an Instagram account. Same thing, today's with an S, wonderful with two Ls. Um, And I post there every morning, I post a photo and a mindful seeing challenge. Um, So my goal with that, again, is for you to be able to engage in a little bit of what I'm seeing and the beauty that I'm seeing. Um, And looking at that first thing in the morning, I feel like is a great thing to do. And then um, to go out and perhaps do the challenge every day. Um, They're very simple challenges, mostly just to get outside and to just see the beauty that's around you, which is everywhere in the world, wherever you are.
0: Yeah. And I will share um, all the links in the show notes. Um,
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much. Um, And thank you, Suzanne. Morning challenges, afternoon challenges for us, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. It's, I got it. That's what
1: I got to figure out, too, is, uh, you know, how do I get it so that you guys get it earlier? um that's part of my um my technological uh advancement i want to make in 2023 but i thank you so much for having me i'm so excited about this podcast and the the messages that you're sharing with everyone and um exposing to the world and uh beautiful people that are i'm sure going to come on here so thank you so much for having me and um and Having me share a little bit about how beauty heals because I believe in it so greatly. And I just hope that everyone listening um, takes a little bit of uh, action on on getting out in beauty and uh, just taking that in. I hope that they feel the, the greatness of it all.
0: Yeah. So I, I thank you so much because I. Actually- <laughs> I, I don't know what this podcast is going to do to me because every time I'm recording to uh, the episode, I, I feel so much more positivity and my face is uh, paining from the smile. So I hope um, even the women who are listening or uh, maybe watching on YouTube are feeling the same. And um, thank you so much for... Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's a it's a gift to talk
1: to you, and I um, I'm I'm excited we were able to connect at this hour because I know it's so late there. Um, so I appreciate um, you staying up and talking with me, and uh, and uh, I appreciate appreciate this opportunity.
0: I hope you have a wonderful evening. You've just listened to the Scrubbing Unhappy podcast. In today's episode, we chatted with Sarah Cornelio about how beauty is healing and why we should surround ourselves with nature and beauty on everyday basis to feel better and to feel happier. It's scientifically proved that spending time in nature and surrounding ourselves with beauty will give you a mood boost. If all of us do that, even if just for a couple of minutes a day, a world will be a better place. You don't have to travel a thousand miles to discover beauty of a different country or continent. You can just go out of your house and appreciate the nature and beauty you have at your fingertips. So if you can, after listening this episode, go out and spend 10 minutes looking at the beautiful nature and the things the nature created. Me and Sarah, we believe that this will make your mood better. This simple thing will help you to tell yourself, screw being unhappy. And join me in telling that to yourself every single day because it's our choice. So let's screw being unhappy and let's say yes to happiness. Until next time, with love, Susanna.